Hi, One Goal community. It's Elaine Boyd, Pelotonia's Event and Volunteer Operations Coordinator. Since 2008, Pelotonia has raised over $236 million for innovative cancer research. And thanks to our partners, 100% of those funds have gone directly to research at the James at Ohio State. Together, we will see an end to cancer. To get involved in our one goal, visit pelotonia.org. That's pelotonia.org, or click on the link in the episode notes. This podcast is powered by Pelotonia. To learn more about our goal 10 cancer, visit pelotonia.org or see the link in the show notes. Uh, Dave had a, um, like a lump at the side of his neck. I think they identified it fairly quickly. He had surgery the beginning of 20, um, 2013, January of 2013, and that's when they removed the tumor and then realized it was malignant. Scans all came back clean, and so he was on the mend, and we thought all things were good. And then um, in July, he found another lump. Mm. And so we got that removed. We were still able to go on our family vacation at the end of July. Mm -hmm. And um, at that time, he felt like he had a tingling in his leg. And we'll just bring up that symptom at the time. And then that's when they did another scan on his back and he had tumors all up and down his spine. He had all the reason in the world to complain, yet he was the one who was always encouraging me when I was sad about everything. He was the one who was always the first to crack a joke in a room. And I'm like, here you are lying on this bed. How can you possibly be filled with all this joy and this humor? And I'm crying. And he's like, I love you. Welcome to One Goal, a podcast from Pelotonia. We're a community that's dedicated to funding life-saving cancer research through a three-day experience of cycling and volunteerism. I'm your host and Ride Community Manager, Jill Landino. Your journey with us to the finish line begins now. Through research, we will see an end to cancer. Thankfully, every single penny raised through our riders, virtual riders, and volunteers goes directly towards the solution. This is made possible by our major funding partners, the Elburns Foundation, Huntington, the American Electric Power Foundation, and Peggy and Richard Santulli. It's because of them all of our partners and this dedicated community that all of this is possible. Though not all those who have been touched by cancer are still with us, their courageous spirit lives on within their loved ones, and that's something that cancer will never be able to touch. This is the case with David Schnate. His driven, magnetic, and fun-loving personality thrives through his family today, but in a special way through his young son, Cal. In this conversation, we're joined by mom, Becky, and two of their children in this episode, Dave's Joy. It came instantly to Dave. He was so excited one day. Um, he's like, I figured out the name for our Peloton. I'm like, okay, what is it? He's like, Spokesman for a cure. Because I, he's like, do you get it? Like spokes of a bike and then um, a spokesman being, you know, we can talk about the cause. Yeah. 2013, the year that Dave had cancer and started the ride, when it came time for Pelotonia, he couldn't do the ride. Mm-hmm. Um, he had been, he was paralyzed. Um, most most of his body was paralyzed at that point. He had maybe <laughs> one and a half good legs <laughs> working. Yeah. And so um, he, d- he d- couldn't end up doing the ride, but he did a ride from the city limit to the city limit in Granville. So yeah. when the rest of our team got to Granville, he hopped on a recumbent bike and he rode um, from city limit to city limit. And oh just everybody came and was cheering him on and our our whole team was riding behind him and so ever since then um, 
even though Cal has been too young to ride our son, mm -hmm. he has led us through. Yeah. Um, so when we would meet in Granville, he would ride us through Granville, kind of taking his dad's place and really? riding through. Oh, Cal, that must be pretty cool. That was pretty sweet. I mean, I just got to like, just like follow the path that my dad got to do. That's so special. So when he was able to do that ride, you know, just the last little bit in his community in front of all of his friends and family, I mean, can you, just, were you riding or were you watching from the sidelines? Becky? Oh, I was riding. Mm -hmm. um, when Dave took the turn that we realized he wasn't going to be able to do the ride, I had signed up to only do 25 miles, but David was going to do the 100. Um, he was an avid mountain biker, road biker, um, just a very fit guy. So yeah. of course he was going to do that. And so um, when we realized he wasn't going to be able to do the ride, we kind of stopped training and focusing on, you know, him at yeah. that point. And um, at one point, Dave said, well, you know, you're still riding. And I was like, oh, OK. <laughs> I didn't realize that. So, OK. So, yeah. So I rode um, 25 miles and then they picked us up in Pickerington. Yeah. And then we um, drove into Granville where we waited for the rest of our team to meet us there. And that's when he rode us through. And at the time, um, our two daughters, they were cheering for our school. So the, the, all the cheerleaders came out in wow. support of um, Madeline and Gabriella and their dad. Yeah. And um, so they had the streets lined um, with everybody else cheering everybody on. So it was quite a... Oh, my gosh. It was quite an experience. So, yeah. So Dave and I rode. And then um, Cal at that time did not. He was with Grandma and Grandpa cheering us on. Yeah. Do you guys remember seeing him ride in and, and that whole experience? It was super cool. So I was cheering on the sidelines yeah. with my whole cheer team um, and just being able to just watch my dad. He had like the goofiest smile on his face as he was riding his little like recumbent bike. Like it was the cutest thing ever. So yeah. awesome. And like what an image. And people like got really cool shots of it too. So like I saw like the pictures on my phone of just like mm. him riding through and like it's definitely one of like the more like inspiring moments of my life being able to watch my dad like who had been through so much already at this point like push through like that final mile which is like one thing that keeps me going whenever I ride <laughs> yeah everything hurts and I'm like okay but like here my dad almost paralyzed was able to do this mile so like therefore like I can continue on that's exactly what I was gonna say even to this day when I'm riding I'll think back if I'm struggling mm -hmm. you know I'm like okay Dave did this yeah. I can I can do it with my two good legs so yeah Wow, that must just be an incredible memory, of course, for your family, but for everybody else. I've, I've heard a lot of people talk about that moment, too, and just remembering, like, gosh, that's what keeps me going. That's what makes me, like, proud to be a Pelotonia rider, but also just a member of the Granville community, because that's what we celebrated, and that's what we'll always remember, and um, it sounds just like an incredible day. What did you talk about that day? Um... I think we just talked about the experience, like what a unique experience it was. And it was, yeah. I think it was really special for Dave um, mm -hmm. being able to ride through town and to seek all the support of the community. Just, it just really felt so positive and we felt so supported. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was, it was a really great feeling and, um, I was just so happy that David could ride because yeah. we just weren't even sure and yeah. I'm going to be able to do. And that last little 
bit to the Granville High School where um, there's the rest stop. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a little bit of an incline. Yes, <laughs> so, there is. I can attest I, to that. <laughs> I was, you know, uh, we were all so impressed that Dave could do it, but that yeah. just tells you the strength of that man. Yeah. He's amazing. Back up a little bit. So 2013 was, you know, the first ride for Spokesman for a Cure. Um, you know, that was... Uh, a year for you guys, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of going through everything and um, losing Dave, but then the team held together. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it like the the next year in 2014? You know, it's your second year. I'm guessing a lot more people mm-hmm. knew about the the Peloton. What, how'd that go? Um, again, generous amount of support, and um, we did another auction uh, because again, that was Dave's thing. So we did an auction to support our team and. Um, held at Apple Tree, which is um, the business that his dad and um, him owned. And uh, yeah, we had, we had another great success. Lots of people turned out for the auction, raised lots of money. And um, and we have, again, good support in riders and, and such. So it was another fabulous, fabulous year. But let's fast forward a few years when uh, Cal had a really fun idea. Uh, well, he asked a question first. What was the question that you asked, Cal? Oh, why can't kids be involved with, like, this amazing event? Yeah, and it's because, you know, you have to be 14 to get on the road, and uh, we have to put that age down there. But um, so what did you do when you realized that you weren't old enough to ride in Pelotonia? You know, how did you how did you kind of take that into an idea? Well, I was, I really, I was really involved with it because like, I really wanted to just be a part of this wonderful community. So I was like, well, why don't I just start something that kids can do too? Yeah, so who helped you with this idea? Uh, I would give a lot of props to probably my grandpa and um, uh, Dylan Edermeyer, one of my best friends. I talk to school a lot. Yeah. So you had this idea to start the kids ride. Um, did you know where you were going to start it from or where you were going to end it? Well, starting or like ending would probably be an Apple Tree Auction Center where my uh, grandpa and like where my dad worked. Yeah. So what they did was um, we decided to have it kind of correspond with the auction that we had for their spokesman for a cure Peloton. So we started the ride in Granville mm-hmm. and they rode on the bike path. And then we had a police escort once the bike path ended in Newark um, to Apple tree. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had a party for them as we were having our auction for the adults. So it kind of corresponded that way. Yeah. And how did you get the word out that you were going to do this ride and you wanted all your friends to participate? So Terry Niedermeyer, which is um, the mom of his friend Dylan that he was talking about, she um, she's kind of our, our engine behind the whole thing. And uh, she's really fabulous and had some great ideas. So we actually um, advertised through um, the school system. And um, they really stood behind us, and they had actually a pep rally that they would do. Mm-hmm. And so um, Cal would get up and speak and explain what, what the ride was all about. And wow. um, so, because it was a target age group, because yeah. the ride is for kids ages 8 to 14. So it was kind of our sweet spot. Cal, were you nervous when you had to get up in front of your school and speak? Oh, yeah, I was definitely nervous. I'm nervous right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's only a couple of us here. You don't have to be nervous. So how does it work? You sign up to ride, and then what do you have to do from there? Uh, so you sign up to ride, and then you there's a like an entry fee, fee which is around like twenty five dollars, and then twenty dollars. 
$20, and then you make a commitment by saying, like, I'm going to raise $100, and the $25 leads up to uh, the uh, to 100 mm-hmm. So you really just have to raise, raise 80 But my first year, uh, I got a bunch of, like, like uh, things in the mail, like, from a bunch of people that I don't even know from. But mom was like, oh, here's another one for you. And I was like, oh, what is this? And then she was like, well, let's see, like, like let's open it. And, like, I opened it up, and it's just a check to... To Peloton, you're like uh, t- team spokes kids, just like with a hundred dollars, and I was like, oh, like this is great. Wow, what a cool surprise that must mm-hmm. be! I mean, getting money in the mail from yeah, people. Yeah, pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and w- so what did you? How'd that make you feel? Whenever these people were sending in dollars? Oh, well, I just knew that the word was out, and that us kids, we can make a difference, even though we might not have everything that we need in life, but. We can do things that every other adult can do. So the first year that you hosted the ride, do you remember how many kids participated? I think it was around maybe 35 or 55. Some, I don't know, something like that. Yeah, I think it was, we've pretty much been averaging between 50 and 60 kids each yeah. year. Yeah. So everybody shows up. You guys are probably a little nervous, like, oh, hope we keep everybody safe. Mm-hmm. Hope everybody has fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, Gabriella, you're there, your friends, you're volunteering, and, and everybody's excited. Um, Cal, what did you what do you remember from that first ride? Um, well, I was like in the front of like the the line of like um of like all the bikers on the of the path. And then just a bunch of like interviewers like started to like 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 talk to me and I was just like basically they're just asking me like like why did you start this and so I just told them why I started it and what how how kids can make an impact you know we were thinking oh it'll probably take a couple hours so yeah. we'll have time to set up for the after party afterwards and we're in the middle of setting up and we get word that they're <laughs> just around the corner the corner yeah, yeah. Uh, no they they all they do a great job and we have um uh Again, lots of adults uh, riding with them and police, they're riding on the bike path with us too. And we've got emergency kits in case a tire blows or wow. a child falls off their bike. Um, so, yeah. It really is a mini Peloton. Yeah. You, you learned what you need to get adults out on the right. road and, and kind of just right. figure it out from there. So what what do you remember thinking seeing those kids come in the first year? Um well, I was a mess. I mean, I was just, tears were streaming down my face. I mean, it was quite the sight because um, at that point we rode um, into Apple Tree um, at the, for the end of the ride. Now we kind of reversed things and we started Apple Tree and ride into Granville. But that first year, um, first couple of years when we rode uh, into Apple Tree, um, seeing the kids riding along the road with the, you know, the police um, car with those lights going and then just this mass of kids, you know, riding behind them. It was quite a sight. I mean, it was just, you realized how big and beautiful this experience is and, and what a difference it made. It's just, I really felt like um, over the years we found, um, unfortunately, there's other kids like Cal who've lost a parent to cancer or um, have had a parent who's going through cancer and I think it really is empowering to these kids feeling like you know there's nothing they can do when they see their parents going through this um, but this is something they can do to like again to make a difference and to help end this so so it was just you know you just saw so much 
excitement and enthusiasm, you know, coming, it is, it's overwhelming. It's, it's a really neat sight. What amazes me is Dave never, um, he was always so strong through the whole, the whole thing. And when he had this thought about starting this um, Peloton, just had this idea and he just did it. Mm-hmm. And um, which just reminds me of Cal because he had this idea and he just did it. You know, we just worked through it and we figured it out. And he's just like his dad that way. Yeah. So when I see him riding us through town, it, he's just the spitting image of wow. his dad. How have you seen some of your friends and classmates get creative with their fundraising? Well, I know. I mean, I don't really know what they're doing, but what I do is I just go door to door and just ask, like, just like the people uh, in my neighborhood, just like, I go through a prompt and then I go, so, would you like to donate to this cause? <laughs> yes, he Who explains can say no story. To that? Right. And then, but there's been um, a lot of kids, they'll do uh, lemonade stands or mm-hmm. bake sales or yeah. I think it, uh, for some kids it's overwhelming like oh my gosh I've got to raise a hundred dollars how am I going to do that mm-hmm. and every year I mean kids raise more than their minimums yeah. and uh, which is just I think it's inspiring to them too like oh my gosh I did that yeah. that's that's exciting and then you get to know that you really are making a difference because it's going to cancer research so my first my the very first year was probably I think one of my biggest um like amount that I, that I me personally I've ever uh, accomplished, which was around I think like one thousand five hundred wow. something around around there. And as a total for the first year, I think we raised a little over like three thousand, four thousand dollars. So. I think it was probably a little over ten thousand that first year. Oh my bad, even more, <laughs> even better. Yeah. So then over four years, we probably uh, raised. Between forty and forty-five thousand. Wow. Yeah, all from kids going out there. Just yeah. incredible. It makes me like just light up, <laughs> um, and I hope it does for all of you too. My uncle and my grandpa were both diagnosed with cancer um, within a very similar time period. Yeah, I was just going to say that this year has been a tough year for our personal family, as my dad was diagnosed with cancer, and then my brother as well. Um, wow. So uh, I think they are on the other side of it, which is great. Um, my dad's doing really well, and my brother, um, he went through his chemo treatments, and he's, he's in remission now, too, so oh, that's, good. that's good. But um, I think it was really hard because up until that point, my kids only saw cancer as death. You yeah. Know? And so and I was like, no, honey, yeah. <laughs> not all the time, you know, and this is why we ride because yeah. more cures are being discovered, and, um, and we are able to—, to save lives with it. So yeah. I think that really helped um, help my kids, you know, again, relate to our Pelotonia community that this is, this is important. This is why we do what we do. And absolutely. I truly believe 100% that the money that we fundraise and that has been able to further the research into finding a cure for cancer is one of the reasons why, like my uncle Matt's cancer was a lot easier to cure than I ever thought it would be. Yeah. But I think that without all of the funding going into the James, that that wouldn't be how that wouldn't be the case today yeah. without Pelotonia. The Peloton changed to Team Granville spokesman. Mm-hmm. You guys have become this super team that represents really the most super part of Pelotonia's ride um, that everybody looks forward to seeing. And um, we're so grateful for how you've helped change that. So um, Team Granville changes. And then a couple years later, your your family grows and changes a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Can you talk about that? <laughs> 
So yes, a couple of years ago, um, I got remarried and, um, and our extended family now, our new and large bonus family is, um, um, they, is so supportive and everybody has jumped right in. Um, my husband, Doug, um, he, he rides, um, my stepdaughter, Sydney, she rides and, um, Ethan, our stepson, he, he rides too. And, um, he's helped out with spokes kids and has, he's developed into Pelotonia as well as a rider. And, um, unfortunately they've experienced cancer on their side of the family too. So it's just, everybody's, you know, unfortunately knows somebody. And so, um, yeah, so we've all, um, supported each other and it's just amazing that, um, the love that we've, I just never expected to, um, one, remarry again, because Dave <laughs> was the love of my life. We were married for just under 20 years. And, um, I just really feel that God and Dave both kind of orchestrated this whole, <laughs> this whole union and, um, and our family has just blended so, so perfectly. And I, I think, um, as a family riding together this year, actually every single one of us can ride in Pelotonia together, which will be very excited. All seven of us. Oh my gosh. Um, it's going to be a really, that's a big commitment. Fundraising yeah, wise. It is a very big wise. commitment. <laughs> so oh my gosh. We're excited about it. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm, you get this all the time, I think, but the, it's like the Brady bunch. It is. <laughs> that was our Christmas card one year. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And I've met yeah. some of your, your siblings and they're just lovely and, and you all just seem to have the best time together. So, um, yeah, I hate saying my stepdaughter, stepson, because I really think of it as like my bonus, bonus. daughter and mm-hmm. my bonus son. Yeah, I'm surprised by um, every year. I'm actually surprised by the generosity of people, mm-hmm. and um, whether they're only able to donate ten dollars or if they can donate a hundred dollars, it's just um, the people are just willing to, to support it. And I think, um, they want to, you know, a lot of people feel like they can't ride, the, ride in it because of, for whatever reason, physical reasons or, um, time constraints or, or whatnot. But, um, by asking them to donate to your ride, it, it allows them to feel a part of it too. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I, yeah, every year I'm just surprised by the generosity. Every, I think I start out each year thinking, gosh, am I going to be able to raise the money? And, Every year it, it, it happens and it's just people are so generous. Uh, I'm curious, are there little things that you guys do as a family or individually um, to celebrate your dad or remember him and things that he liked? I remember the first year after he died um, on September 1st that day, we all got together in like our Wildwood Park and we were like, we've always wanted to shoot off Chinese like lanterns. Mm-hmm that like from Tangled, like it's just so pretty, so magical. And so we're going to do that. We were singing songs. Like it was so cute. We lit them up and they almost burned down Granville. I swear it was the funniest, (laughs) most comical moment of my life. Like every single dad was there. Yeah, He was like this giant prankster. I just remember like as we were like lighting off these beautiful Chinese lanterns, it was going to be the most gorgeous thing ever. And then all of them almost hit this tree. Like I just and then they're like, you see them go up and they're like, they're coming back down onto a house. There's going to we're going to light a house on fire. I'm so surprised. Like, no, no fire trucks ever came. We never heard anything. It was insane. No houses or trees were harmed in this event. Yeah. 
Yeah, but they should have been. And like, it, it was just like so funny of like, okay, like this is like dad looking down on us and just like cracking up laughing. Like we're finding joy right now in this moment, even though like it was like the first year after he was gone. But it was cool. Like even in that moment, trying to celebrate him in a beautiful way. It just turns out hilarious, kind of stressful, but like the most like funniest memory I have up to date about of, of us trying to like be so nice and celebrating dad and he was like I'm gonna make it funny because I'm funny he's like you're right you are, you are funny that's exactly right well and I think we really celebrate Dave um, all year round and, and again the my my husband Doug he has he's been so supportive of um, our family and what we've gone through and me and um, and I always said I could never I could never imagine not talking about Dave because he is so big and um, so important in our lives. And Doug wouldn't want it any other way either. And so we talk about Dave and um, he, just like he's a part of the family. So any any story that comes up, we talk about it. Any memory that comes up, we talk about it. And um, so really, he's we are always talking about him. And, and it's just interesting, you know, they'll, Doug will do something and I'll... I'll be like, oh my gosh, Dave would do the exact same. I mean, weird things. And um, the fact that Doug doesn't like hamburgers on his, or pickles on his hamburger, that was the one thing that Dave didn't like either. And like, oh my gosh, you guys seriously would have been best friends, you know? <laughs> so we say that all the time. Like, you guys are going to have a lot to talk about in heaven, <laughs> you know, when you see each other. But yeah, so I think we really, um, and uh, we celebrate you know, all the holidays with Dave's family, we all still, we live in the same town together and we are always together. And so uh, really we incorporate Dave in every, and every day, particularly. He had all the reason in the world to complain and yet he was the one who was always encouraging me when I was sad about everything. He yeah. was the one who was always the first to crack a joke in a room and I'm like, here you are lying on this bed. How can you possibly be filled with all this joy and this humor and I'm crying and he's like, I love you. Like, it was never about him. Well, yeah, we always had this saying in our house, um, the letters joy, and J stands for Jesus first, O is other second, and Y is yourself last. And that's kind of exactly how we've tried to live our life. We have it on our wall to remind us. <laughs> and that, and I think Dave was an absolute living example of that. We're blessed. We've got so many different blessings. And so um, everybody has terrible stuff that they've got to deal with in life. And if you focus on that, you can have a pretty negative outlook. But um, we've always chose to um, look at the many blessings that we've been given. Cal, what do you think your dad would think about the Spokes Kids ride? I mean, I just think that he would be really proud of me and just that I can make a big difference. Sitting with Becky, Cal, and Gabriella for an afternoon, listening to them talk and support each other through some really tough moments to recall, you just see how strong their bond as a family is. And I've personally been able to witness Cal's ride and see tons and tons of young adults getting on their bikes, chanting one goal, and you know that their family has so much pride. And I think that it all comes from knowing that their dad would be so proud of them and their new bonus family who joins in on the ride and their grandparents and aunts and uncles uh, and really the entire community of Granville. Um, they've been able to rally so many people around Pelotonia and making a difference in their dad's name. So we're just honored to have their entire family as a part of our community.
We want to say thank you to our major funding partners who make everything in the Pelotonia world possible. So thank you to the Alburns Foundation, Huntington, the American Electric Power Foundation, and Peggy and Richard Santoli. The Pelotonia community knows how to go all out. So that's why at the end of each podcast, we're excited to share a few short snippets about events and fundraisers in our community that are happening that may just inspire your next fundraising opportunity. Here to share more about a a truly massive ride, some might call it big, that happens uh, every year is my colleague Olivia, who is our ride community coordinator. So Olivia, in this episode, we talked about a really cool ride that happens with some little folks, but talk about our big ride. So this annual event is hosted at Big Lots headquarters in their parking lot, and they get their senior leaders involved in fundraising the week before to come out and ride in an adult tricycle race in the parking lot. And they're not just like a little tricycle with big wheels. I mean, they are these like massive structures. You would need know. like four people to lift this thing up. Yeah, they're super heavy and they're they're actually kind of difficult to ride. So it's it's hilarious to watch their their leaders come out and um, to kind of expand on the fundraising piece of it, right? They um, The week prior, they set out jars in the cafeteria. They um, show their fundraising progress uh, on a poster that's in the lobby when you walk in. And the idea is that each leader's team helps them rally support and raise funds. And um, whoever the top two fundraisers are, they go directly to the winner's heat of the ride. They don't have to participate in um, an initial heat because, like we said, those trikes are heavy. They're kind of hard to pedal. <laughs> Um, but they get their work out. So then from there, there's two groups of the leaders who participate and, um, they do just a big circle around the parking lot. Right. And there's tons and tons of people there cheering them on. They've got horns, they've got pom-poms. They, um, are watching them every step of the way, uh, to make sure that they're safe on those tricycles. But, um, it ends up that there's a winner from each of the first two heats. And then they come together with those first two winners who are cool and dry and not sweaty at that point. (laughs) Um, and they do the final winners. And it's kind of the closest thing that I've ever gotten to being at the Olympics. I think the best part about it, too, is when they've got the pump-up music on mm-hmm. and all those leaders walk out of the doors in their outfits. They've got totally. capes on, mohawk helmets. I mean, they look great. We truly love celebrating this event with one of our fastest-growing Pelotons each year. And in 2019, they broke the $1 million milestone. And to celebrate that uh, achievement with them that year with that race was just so memorable. It's something we'll never forget. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for sharing, Olivia. Uh, please stay tuned for a preview of our next episode. You know, it doesn't say, oh, you have this terrible disease. They say, you know, you have six cells. And we're going to put a, a button in under your skin so that we can give you your medicine. And it's uh, your special medicine. And it's going to get rid of the six cells. And when your hair falls out, um, it's because your special medicine is working, so it's really a good thing. And they had coached us so well on all of that, um, that when her hair fell out, the very first kind of clump of hair that she got, she looked at me and smiled, and she said, my medicine's working, Mommy. You've been listening to One Goal, a podcast from Pelotonia, hosted by me, Ride Community Manager Jill Landino, with interview production and scheduling by Marketing Communications Manager Emily Smith. Produced, mixed, and sound designed at the studios of Westler Media by Vince Tornero. Additional mastering by Joey Gerwin at Orange Judio. Special thank you to all of our guests for being so open and willing to share their stories. Please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, as that will help others hear these empowering stories. 
If you're curious about joining the Pelotonian community and making an impact on cancer research, please see the link in the episode notes or visit pelotonia.org. That's pelotonia.org.